Hello, everyone, and welcome to Unbooze the Podcast, where we are going to talk about adding value to your life by removing alcohol. I'm Lizzie Fullerton. You can find me on Instagram at L-I-Z-Z-I-E-F-U-L-L-E, or you can follow the podcast Instagram at Unbooze Podcast. Sometimes I wish I never... This is episode one. Let's get to the bottom of becoming alcohol-free. I want to say thank you all for your support so far. It's been really unexpected and appreciated. I am working so hard on making this something beautiful and worth your time. So thank you for taking the time to listen. I want to start out by saying I'm not an addiction specialist or a trained professional in alcoholism. I'm just here to share my positive experience with removing alcohol from my life. I don't consider myself sober, first of all, because I'm not. I do still smoke weed, but more because I don't like that word. I feel like being sober is a punishment. Like, oh shit, I'm an alcoholic. Now I need to be sober, live a sober life. I feel like the word sober is sobering itself and its seriousness. I feel like it just feels negative. I also don't like it because over the years I've had many friends exclaim after several drinks and who knows what drugs that they are sober. Sometimes they mean something along the lines of I didn't drink that much or I'm not drinking as much as usual. Sometimes it's just that they feel sober because of drugs and a high tolerance. Either way, they're not in fact sober at all and it's offensive. What sober means to each individual is different, even when they are wrong. So for the sake of clarity and defining this new culture of non-drinkers, we are going to say alcohol-free. Another basic for this new culture that I want to create right off the bat is not asking someone why if they say they aren't or don't drink. I feel like that is something someone can offer if they are in a place where they feel comfortable to talk about it. Like for me, of course, I love sharing and talking about my journey becoming alcohol-free. But if someone is really struggling to stay alcohol-free and break their drinking-related habits, talking about it can put an unnecessary pressure on them that I think makes it harder to maintain. It's also just not anyone's business um, or they don't owe you an explanation. If you offer someone weed or crack and they say, no, I don't do that, I highly doubt there will be any follow-up questions. So why are we always so taken aback when someone doesn't drink? Well, because almost everyone drinks. And if you don't, it's instantly assumed that you're a Mormon or, again, an alcoholic that had to stop due to a severe problem. We live in a culture where even if you don't want to drink, chances are you will to fit in, even if this is only subconsciously. Especially when all of your friends are asking why. When you show up to the pool or dinner saying you don't feel like drinking today, I don't think you should be pressured into it. People should just accept the fact that you don't want to. I think we pressure each other into it because misery loves company and deep, deep down, we know that drinking is just poisoning ourselves for the sake of avoiding processing our thoughts or becoming this cool person that drinking makes us. This takes me back to my question from episode zero. Was your first drink an educated decision you made without pressure or a habit created and maintained by peer pressure and the need to be cool? So I'm just going to share with you guys my first drink. Um, 
It was with my best friend freshman year of high school. She stole a bottle of Bacardi from her parents' liquor cabinet, and we drank it with cans of Coke in my bedroom. Uh, I guess overall, it was a somewhat fun experience. Uh, we, I had this vanity stool that spun, and I remember both of us taking turns sitting on it and spinning until we fell off. Uh, remember, this is your first time drinking, so you have no idea what feeling drunk feels like. So we just sat in my room for a while. I don't feel like we could walk, so we crawled around my bedroom, and we felt super warm. This particular event was event was encouraged by hearing stories from all the other kids at school drinking. I wanted nothing more than to be popular and drinking seemed like it would give me the edge I needed. Um, again, I guess this to some extent was a positive experience, but if I get deeper into this story, after we decided to leave the house, we had someone pick us up. Once they realized we were wasted, I think they ended up leaving us like on the side of the road to walk home. I grew up in a small town, so it wasn't like anything terribly scary, but I do think that drinking puts you in riskier situations than of course you would be in if you weren't drinking. I think that's just something to think about as a whole. I've been thinking a lot about um, that time, like my teens, and the decisions I made that ultimately made me who I am today. I think it's disappointing at best that the most pivotal moments of our lives had to be made when we were a hormone-charged teenager with hardly any values. In my early years of drinking, I remember a lot of Mike's Hard Lemonades and Malibu. Uh, The hangovers were terrible when I was young. Honestly, so much worse than any time in my adult life. But the crazy thing is is that didn't deter me from drinking at all because... Um, It was almost cool to be hungover because that meant you were drinking and drinking was cool. And also, like I said, with that story of being left on the side and having to walk home, like it was cool to have these like horrible stories to tell your friends that happened to you. But I think we should all just like be really thankful that we're even still here today after some of the situations that drinking has put us in. By the time drinking actually started having a severely negative impact on my life, instead of it just being a story that I was telling my friends, I was having terrible things happen, like getting arrested, for instance. Um, But by the time that started happening, which was very quickly around 18 after I graduated and was on my own, I was already very committed to this lifestyle. It had already been imprinted on my brain that drinking was just what cool people did. It was glamorized in the books I read and the shows I watched. The only people I knew who didn't drink were Mormons, and I had never met any of them. I had just heard about them. Of course, from all this drinking, my memory is not incredible at this point, but I genuinely feel like the first time I had a friend who didn't drink was around the age of 25, which is crazy to think. Um, and she just didn't drink because she didn't like it or feel like she needed it. Like that, that was just something that she never did. Um, I think that's amazing that someone at a young age can decide not to do it. But I mean, hopefully you would try it and not like it. Um, But of course, we get so wrapped up in wanting to be cool that even though we don't like it, we continue to do it. This podcast is really challenging me to believe in something and stick to it and to evaluate a lot of aspects of my life and get clarity on what the reality of the situation is and not just my perception. I say this because I do understand that by being a partier, I've consistently surrounded myself with people who wanted to do what I wanted to do, which was party. I do understand that there are plenty of people out there that don't drink. What I want you to understand was that I was not exposed to them and maybe you haven't been either. 
since I have quit drinking, it's not like I just all of a sudden now have a community of non-drinkers. I still have, you know, very deep relationships with the friends that I've built um, and care about these people deeply. So I'm, I can't just quit drinking and then not hang around people um, that drink anymore. I don't judge my friends for drinking because I get it. But that's honestly why I'm here on this podcast today, because I would love for the people that I love and the people that they love to come to the conclusion that this drinking culture that so many of us are part of is not all that it's glamorized to be and actually a very dark life to live. So right now, I hope you're thinking about two things. First being how your first drink impacted your whole life. Really think about it. If today you could go back to your first drink, would you truly still drink knowing what you know now? And two, we have to start thinking about this culture that we've created surrounding drinking. I actually lived many years of my life either waiting for my next drink or drunk. I don't actually consider myself an alcoholic because I had no problem quitting once it was what I wanted to do. I was not addicted to alcohol per se. I was addicted to the lifestyle self from this culture. Um, I continued to play it in my head as a beautiful, fun life when it was really depressing, vapid, and unfulfilling. I continued to ask myself, why am I so unhappy? Why am I not getting anywhere in my life? Sure, there were some accomplishments, some happy moments, fun times, of course, but they always came crashing down from exhaustion and hangovers that lasted for days, repercussions from my bad decisions made while wasted, and the inability to really care about life because that is what drinking does. It shuts down your brain and doesn't give you the ability to care. I can hardly imagine my life if I had never started drinking. And maybe that's honestly not the point because none of us can go back now. Um, So maybe it would just be nice to create a space for our children and honestly ourselves where we don't feel the burden of alcohol that we've all had to feel since we were 15. I am now almost nine months sober and I cannot wait to explain to you guys the way my life has changed without alcohol. This is a huge topic and I'm finding it hard to organize my thoughts in a way that I feel is hard hitting and impactful enough. Um, So I guess the note that I want to leave this episode on is actually how happy and fulfilled I am now. I am not lacking anything by removing alcohol. I actually added so much value to my life. Um, So I want you to start thinking about what you can add to your life by removing alcohol. I'm sure a few things come to everyone's mind right off the bat. You save money. um, You aren't hungover. So right there, you're adding two amazing things. But I really am going to get very deep into this. Um, I'm just trying to organize my thoughts into these um, individual episodes. So if there's something that um, you really want me to talk about, that you're really interested in, in the non-drinking alcohol-free culture, please reach out because I would love to cover that. Um, I obviously don't want to just be sitting here talking to myself. This is for you guys to create and for me and for all of us to create this amazing community. Um, I expect my episodes coming up next. Um, I want to talk about your personality 
alcohol free. Um, I want to talk about breaking the habit and how you can do that. And I also want to talk about your vibration and alcohol, which is something that some of you will understand and other will, will be like, what the hell do you mean vibration and alcohol? But it's a really big one for me. So I am so, so excited that you guys are listening. Again, thank you to the people who have reached out and um, given me positive motivation for this podcast. Um, I'm just going to continue to grow and it's going to continue to get better. And I hope that you guys are going to be along for the ride. Thank you.